so it gets to I am on my phone and play it and background and everything. Uh, this is episode 402. 403 back to the show. We're traveling around the world. We got Ahmad and Jordan. We got Ali in Kuwait, Said in the UK, and me in Los Angeles. Wow, truly international. Look at that. Um, how's it going, guys? Amr, a great guest on the show. Amr Zatara. Um, how's your day going so far? It's going good. It's the end of the day after a long mm-hmm. day of work, so it's it's going good. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to tell us about like uh, your biggest like uh, music, pretty much. Okay, so basically, uh, my name is Omar Zatara. I go by the artist name of Zatara because that's my family name and I'm not very original with names. Okay. So, yeah, basically, I, I just was take the first thing from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm an artist, a musician. I write music that tackle mostly like society and mental health in like an EDM pop kind of fashion in Arabic. Yes, as well. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like there's a lot of love songs out there. And, you know, you got to talk about self-love as well, not just, you know, loving someone. Um, Can can I stop you a little bit? Because it's like, uh, you know, growing up in Arabia, we got two kinds of people. You got the people that listen to Arabic music and the people that listen to English music. No, I listen am, to I, both. Am, am I right or am I right, guys? <laughs> You're wrong. Where, yeah. where do you where do you like? Okay, there's at? three types of people. <laughs> there's there's three types. Yes. I am the in-between. I I agree. There is, but now with the because so like even in music theory, Arabic music has a completely different scale. I'm yep. who was playing God, they know. Like yep. yeah, exactly. There are the maqamat in Arabic, whereas in like the guitar, you have more of or like any of the Western music, it's very G to G, you know, and it's like anything in between goes. Whereas in Arabic music, if you stick to a certain scale, you have to stick to that scale. Sometimes there are interjunctions that take you to a different maqam, right? But they're hard to do and not that pleasant to hear if you don't know how to do it right. Exactly. Exactly. And like even with singing and uh, lyrics and songwriting, like... There's a different technique, different way of singing. So it is different styles. So I, I understand like why someone would be like, oh, I like to listen to this rather than this. But now there's like this whole revolution in Arabic music that's happening, which is like combining both in terms of music, in terms of singing. So it's like Arabic music is becoming much more poppy, much more rock, indie, and it's reaching all over the world. Like, yep. it's really cool. It sounds similar to how when like Western composers used to take the take uh, like different tunes and different uh, instruments from the Oriental side and they mix them up. And now we're doing the same. We're taking some of the like Western influence and like mixing it up with our music. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. I think that's the hype. I think that's what was I watching? Uh... Uh, that new Disney Plus show with uh, Oscar Isaac, I forget what it's called, where he's Egyptian, uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, exactly. And they have all Arabic music throughout that whole thing. And I'm like, wow, I love that fusion of Arabic and English. And um, because it's so original and it's like, especially in EDM, right? In that whole genre, it's like, uh, like it's all like, all can kind of sound similar, right? But once you introduce that, Arabic sound mm. and you're like oh ooh, what's that that's a new exactly. sound exactly <laughs> and it's super exciting <laughs> it's super yeah. exciting right now because there's so much potential to like 
grow as an Arab artist. I found out the other day that apparently like only 1% of the whole music supply throughout history is Arabic music. Only 1%. So like imagine the potential to like make Arabic music and potential wow. to actually like Isn't reach. that wild? Yeah. What percentage of the world is Arab? Ali Shimri, you should know this, by the way. Yeah. Like the proto-population from <laughs> West that Sahara thing, yeah. all the way to like Kuwait is around 435 million. Mm-hmm. So let's say that's like what, 8% of the world maybe? Out of, so 435 million divided by one, uh, 7.8 billion. Oh, okay, 6%, 5%. Still, to compare right. that to the 1% that he's saying, it shows that there's a huge yeah. gap. You know what I mean? There really is. We can have five, six, seven times the amount of Arabic music and and I feel like the more that's being made, some of them will shine out more on top of everything else. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I love it. Five percent of the world is Arab, Arab, like is filled with Arabs. Five percent of the world's population. Well, the people who identify as Arabs, there's a lot of people who are Arabs who are just like, uh, I'm, you know, like, <laughs> I don't American. know, True. American, <laughs> you know, I'm actually True. British. Sorry. True. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I say I'm Lebanese, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> my guy. My guy. Anyways. But yeah, so so Arabic music as a whole has been uh, changing. You are right recently. I have been discovering a lot of people like, I don't know if you've heard of Khalifa Santos yet or not, but that guy mm-hmm. is doing some incredible yeah. shit. Like, few, like the fusion between classic Arabic music and new hip hop together or R&B is just, his work is phenomenal. I love him. He's great. But uh, why is it that no one yet has come up with, or not come up with, started to do that kind of shit with newer music instead of taking a rapper that exists with a classical track, right? Putting it together. Why don't we just, you know, raw source everything? Originality, per se. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think people are afraid it's more than anything i can tell you that the talent is there and the 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 passion is there but unfortunately the resources aren't there you'd be really mm. surprised how expensive and hard it is to like uh produce a track especially in the middle east when there is not a lot of support even though it's getting much better so as an artist um it's much easier for you to kind of like take something that's already popular take it revamp it a bit you know slap some new lyrics on it and like you just made something that's loved by people just more loved but kind of revamped and i think it's cool i don't think there's anything wrong with it i just think uh there's a lot of fear from like making things that are original because there isn't a big enough audience yet to respect original Arabic music, I guess. Mm, right. Within that genre and style. Yeah, Ahmed, do you want to tell us about what the costs are? You were saying it costs a lot to make a track. What, what, what are the costs behind making uh, the cost? Oh, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not the money, but like, <laughs> what do you spend, what do you spend do you the want... money on, per se? Bring the so accountant like... on the call. We'll, uh, set <laughs> what the accountant? accountant. <laughs> I'm, I'm the accountant. <laughs> we, 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 don't, we don't need to go into too afford... much details about, you yeah. know, the actual like um, value numbers but what do you spend it, your... it all depends it all it all really depends on 
on you. So I am, I do not know how to musically produce. Uh, I tried to learn. I did not enjoy it whatsoever. I am a lyricist, a songwriter, and I play the ukulele and I'm able to make a melody on the ukulele. Um, so one of the things that I need to spend on is a music producer, basically, to produce my track. And I have to spend on a recording studio. Some people don't need to spend on that because, you know, they can produce their own tracks, get their own recording person or like recording studio. They have their own studio. Um, and then you have to spend on like the image, like visuals for the project. Right. I you don't have to obviously like you could just make something on microsoft paint but <laughs> it's a very competitive market you know. yeah it's a yeah. very competitive market right now it's it's becoming like really everyone's fighting for a spot so you have to kind of you know spend a bit to get the best that you can get or do what i do and just like keep calling your friends and be like, Hey, can you help me with this, please? <laughs> which is, which is cool. It was fun. And it's really fun because you get to like discover new talents and you get to share work with your yeah. friends. That's why I feel like it's not really a competition. I hate that. Like technically I feel like using the word, we're not like fighting <laughs> against each other for like one spot and something, you know what I mean? It's like, there's an, it's like a huge mall. But as you know, as they say, and like, there's like, you have your own booth and we pass by and if you want to listen to music we'll listen to music and if you don't want to you can go listen to someone else and the better you get the more people are going to come listen but um i don't think it's like uh that's how i feel about our podcast and i feel like uh, i don't feel like we're in competition with anyone because we're so like ourselves you know what i mean so it's like uh and i don't i guess I, you know yeah uh i guess the competition is more more of getting like it's not really popularity. I think it's more of a recognition from the right people, which are the people that give you money to be able to mm. pursue this thing that you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I have a full-time job. So I like use that money to basically, you know, fund my projects. Um, but I know there's a lot of people who don't want to have full-time jobs and they just want to be musicians, which is very understandable. Um, so to be that you need someone to, you know, a label, a record label, basically, or an investor be like, here's the money, go make music. And it's not easy getting that position. Cause you're like, there is a yeah. bit of, you know, right. So I kind of want to say like, I don't <laughs> like, uh, like, I feel like with, cause I live in LA and I work with a lot of people who are in the industry and stuff. And like, I know about, I just have a feeling that if you're just going at, like, I like what you're doing, like having a job and working on music, because I feel like you have your own perspective and your own unique outlook in life. But if you, if all you do is just work on music and practicing music and working on the music, you might be good making music, but I feel like you don't have a story or original take, you know, to, to give. Um, and I think that's way more important than, um, um, you know, <laughs> being um, able to just make music. I, I, that's kind of my... I absolutely agree. That. Yeah. I agree. I agree hundred percent. Like I love making music, but I, I also, I like my job and I, I do like doing two things. Like I've, I always like to be busy and like a lot of the experiences I have in my job, in my life with the people that I meet in, from 
because of my job and because of the things that I get exposed to with my job, I get to write like nice music that I, I think is nice at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've, we've heard your music and it's definitely nice music, bro. Like, Thank you. And I'm pretty sure, and, and I've been seeing like the different interviews you've been doing on like uh, radios and, and like on newspapers, you're coming out and everyone's talking about you in Jordan. I think that I think we can say like, you know, a lot of people are starting to enjoy your music. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. Exciting <laughs> stuff is happening. I don't really know what's happening. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> stuff is happening. That's cool. Um, so take us to I the... Th- yeah, continue. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say... Um, but yeah, it, I guess it's a journey. <laughs> so so you said that you obviously invest every, uh, like your time, your money, and your effort into to your own projects. So how did it start with the project for Bellaline? Okay, so <laughs> basically, <laughs> so last year, um, I was meant to work with a label. I actually, there was this competition that I won and I won basically 10 songs. I, I got to like produce 10 songs with this person. But it was a two-year contract. But throughout that year, um, we didn't really do much because a lot of technical difficulties and we just didn't agree a lot, but like, you know, artistically. So I decided to leave. But when I left and during that time, I felt really, really bad. I felt like I, I wasn't meant to do this. I like I'm not worth it. I shouldn't. I shouldn't really invest my time in music. Like, you know what I mean? But then on New Year's, I'm like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta make something. I have it. Like I have something that I need to just say at least one song. So I literally just started DMing producers on Instagram. Like, hi, are you a music producer? Are you up for hire? Like, do you make music? Um, and eventually I got to the music producer that I work with now, Amir Shomali. Uh, we did a cover. He helped me with like a cover for Easy On Me. Um, And I loved working with him. And I'm like, I want to make a song with you. So we started working on Belalin. I have a lot of songs. So I've been writing songs for a very long time. Like I have like four different concept albums, basically. And I went to him with all of my songs. And he's like, they're great but we're just going to throw them here right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. All my hard work over the 10 years. Sure. Let's put them to the side. Um, But uh, he's like, I think you have a great talent and I want to make something like new with you. And uh, that's what we did. We sat, we came up with the beat. We came up with the chorus actually to begin with. And then we, started writing lyrics for it i like i started writing lyrics for it in the office that's why a lot of the that's why a lot of the lyrics are kind of depressing and it's like oh i'm caged i need to find a wife i need to make money because that's the place that i was in at the moment (laughs) i think it's great that it's like okay so over the 10 years that you were writing music uh, some of them can be great sometimes it's a hit sometimes it's a miss but I'd rather look at it from a viewpoint of, hey, 
that's 10 years of me honing my craft, mastering my skill set, right? Making sure all my rough edges are smoothed out. And that's why I think Belalin is such a great song to hear because Belalin came after your 10 years of hard work and writing, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. So it really, uh, that song I, really did show like your skill as a writer. Thank you. Uh, singer, he, uh, right? he, uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, like what you said. Uh, I definitely, it's, it's like my diary, honestly. Like when I write music, I write it in the bathroom. Literally, I write my music <laughs> in the bathroom. Uh, and I, phone? on your phone? Yeah, I just record, I record. Like I come up with a melody, I come up with lyrics on the spot and I just record it on my phone. And that's where I practice everything. I even play the violin and I practice violin in the bathroom. It's just my I safe don't blame space. You. <laughs> because the acoustics in toilets for some reason is just pitch perfect. Yeah, but it's, it's actually amazing. my safe space. Like even when I was in school, like in middle school, I would do my homework in the bathroom. I don't know why. It's just... I just love the bathroom. So, oh, God. <laughs> like I, but like, the thing is, I wouldn't be like, I just go in and sit on the floor and open my notebook, you know, and I just like start doing my homework or listening to right. music. Um, I guess it's a very safe space, you know, like to be fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't get literally. any safer than, you know, the one person but naked to do your thing. Uh, yeah. So I kind of want to get into the music scene in Jordan, being that you're our first musical guest from Jordan, I believe. So, because I've been there for five years now and I've never discovered a music scene. Maybe it's because of where I live. Yeah. Possible, very possible. <laughs> but like, uh, other than that, so t- talk to me about the music scene in Jordan. Um, it's booming. It's doing really, really well. Uh, Jordan has been kind of neglected as you know a country that makes music for a while mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of great musicians and bands here like Otostrad, Akhir Zafir these are like big band names that have existed for a very long time um, and uh, they they've been neglected because you know they were overshadowed by Lebanon and Egypt and you know a lot of that stuff uh, which is fair because like Lebanon, Egypt are more culturally open. You know what I mean? But now um, it's becoming much bigger, specifically after Isam Najjar got signed by Universal Records. I don't know if you know the guy who wrote Hadallah Habbik. Oh, yeah, he did. Wow, he got signed by Universal Records. Damn. Yeah, so he he's a really he's a really, really good guy and he really deserved it because he worked hard to make the song blow up. It blew up on TikTok, basically. And after it blew up on TikTok, Universal contacted him and they're like, yo, we want to sign you. We're opening this like label in the Middle East, which is basically part of Universal, but it's called Universal Arabia. (laughs) Of course. And uh, (laughs) they signed him and they signed another artist called Eliana. And not soon, like not far after, uh, Sony Entertainment also opened the same thing called Vibe Arabia, 
<laughs> so like labels are coming here and signing cool. Jordanian artists yeah. and Arab mm-hmm. artists but, and but, actually but did, putting money. You did say something that's kind of like, it is, it is something I've been wanting to talk about with musicians. So just like you said, that song was a hit because of TikTok, right? People kept using it and eventually everyone knew it and it boomed. So how do you feel personally about the whole TikTok situation and music? Because I feel conflicted, I'll be honest. Like, it's nice, Why do you but feel at conflicted? the same time, it's like, how the fuck is that a song? Sometimes I do go like, how is that a song? How do people enjoy listening to this? Um, so how, how do you listen, feel as a musician? I think what's really interesting is that, you know, there's like 7 billion people on this world plus. Right. Okay. And something. So, yeah, exactly. So uh, there is bound to be someone who's going to listen to your music, not just someone. Like if you take 1% of 7 billion, how much is that? I'm not the best at math, but like. 70 million. Okay. Oh, 70 that's, million. Yeah. That's one percent. Okay, imagine you take zero, like zero point one, zero point zero five of that. Imagine you have seventy million streams on a song, or seventy million people listening to your song. Or, yeah, exactly. So TikTok is a platform that reaches a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people. So if you know how to use it well, yeah, you can spread your music. It's highly well. recommended for artists nowadays because, like, it's free promotion. True. Like, it's just highly recommended it. for everything, literally Every, yeah, everything. Exactly. <laughs> it really um, is. Like, one as million, an artist, like, yeah. Let me cut you off real quick. Uh, so, active users on TikTok is one billion, one out of seven of the world. That's yeah. that's more than enough, my friend. More than enough. It really is more than enough. So as an artist, how do I feel about that? Uh, I think it's great, honestly, because previously, uh, okay, it's hard because you need to know how to play the game, but I think it's great because before it's, you had to find someone who's, who just found you and they're like, you literally had to like distribute your CDs to people and hope that they listen to it and hope that they share it to people, you know, like, the, try doing that and making a music career off that that's really much harder is. it really yeah. is yeah and you'd always yeah. have to like send your uh, tapes to your or your cds back like back in labels, the labels yeah labels yeah. and like hope that they actually listen to it or they set and toss it onto a stack of other cds yeah. Mixtapes yeah, and you, you needed really big connections you still do need really big connections but yeah. back then you needed connections just to be seen now if you're talented enough and you know how to use like the platforms you can get seen pretty pretty easily yeah you can make a name for yourself just by using these kind of platforms and at the same time like not not only like will you be able to network with people eventually once they recognize that you're oh okay this guy is actually has something there you'll easily get sponsored because you can also advertise and uh, on your through your platforms and stuff like that you can make your own money up until you know you sign with a label or or anything of the sort. Yep. It's an independent rise, boys. It's an independent rise. That's what it's all about. Okay. I mean, something that I did want to mention that I wanted to bring back, which is you guys were talking about before the podcast was <laughs> completely off the topic, obviously. 
was the that rule that uh, that's in Jordan about uh, if you try to commit suicide, you get arrested. Oh, oh. Wow, that's like a completely different tangent. <laughs> wow, music. <laughs> right, let's, let's, oh, yeah. let's let's roll it back a little bit. So you are uh, in. Uh, so what do you study again? You said you did the political science, right? And me? Yeah. No, 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 I studied didn't. marketing and finance, bro. Oh, right. But you said something about human rights pre-show. Oh, I, I said because, like, you know, I went to AUB and Saeed yeah. is a human rights person. I'm like, AUB teaches you how to, like, you know, be a human, I guess. Right. So, so then we also kind of talked about, you know, the whole situation with, yeah. So if this is where your question comes in, Saeed. You yeah. Thank you for building the context, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I just dropped it like a cannonball. <laughs> Dude, you came out of left field with that question. I was like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? What's this? But yeah. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's Suicide. ridiculous. Jordan. Jordan is. Uh, Jordan is, is, is an interesting place, but like actually to bring it back to the music thing <laughs> through that. Um, I think, well I done. think, uh, <laughs> no, it's a good, it's a good segue. Uh, I think the fact that there's, you know, things like that, like a policy where, Oh, if you attempt to commit suicide, you get jailed, basically. That's the rule in Jordan. Um, It shows that there's a lot of stuff that artists need to talk about and, you know, like talk about, about like within Jordan. Like when you look at Lebanon's art, when you look at Egypt's art, like you see it's very um, like influenced by what's going around. So that's what I think like what's happening in their country and their culture. So I think Jordan <laughs> needs more of that, basically. Jordan needs more. Dude, I feel like that rule's so crazy because like, so what are you trying to say? Like, if you're going to try to commit suicide, you should just go all the way. Right. What? In defense. In defense. In defense. If I'm playing the devil's advocate for a second here. If. <laughs> how the fuck are you going to try to commit suicide and not go all the way? Like, isn't that the whole point? Dude, I feel like one of no, four people. It. Yeah, exactly. Commit suicide, don't actually commit suicide. They attempt it, but they don't actually yeah. go all the way. Or they do um, it wrong. It, it's it's possible, Ali. Don't. Yeah, and like some people like take take pills and stuff like that to do it, right? I feel like that's more so with girls, right? It's like uh, yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's coming so reversed. Yeah, not easily, but you know, like it's reversible. Right, well, we're, we're really going hole. down the rapid hole of depression, guys. But if you're, <laughs> Wait, what if you're jumping off the building, great <laughs> part. My song's about anxiety. So. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, but I mean, you said, as you said, it's about anxiety. So, do you but struggle it, with anxiety? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't get why we're laughing. This is a serious topic, you guys. No, like, it's just like the way, you know, it's yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> do you struggle with anxiety? <laughs> yeah, just, I'm not, I don't it? like to, you know, beat around the bush. I go straight for the question I want to know. Ali do, you, um, Ali, do you struggle with anxiety? Sometimes. But oh, I, I, and more and more. Oh, less. Was, but to a certain degree. Like, for me, it's mainly <clears> like, <throat> How do I say it? My anxiety comes over my grades. Let's start there. <laughs> That's 
Well, I mean, it's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, (laughs) until I see my grade. And it's like, it's either I'm bummed out for the rest of the day or I'm like, okay, so we made it through, boys, right? But that's about it. Anything else in life, I'm very mellow about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very okay with. But I do get Um, that sometimes people do have their anxiety go out of control. A lot of people do. Like you, you just said it. You get anxiety over your grades. You, a lot of people get anxiety over like there's different levels it's obviously you know like Girl. i wouldn't say I, yeah i wouldn't say <laughs> i'm as bad as like you know a lot of people um i i do have a bit of social anxiety but not not as much as i used to but um i think that was the entire point of balalin and that's the entire point of my future music as well uh like as i said before my music what i write uh, is a diary sometimes that i'm not even conscious of conscious of you know i'm like oh this is how i feel right now that's interesting right um but i decided like i wanted to kind of pursue this and kind of put it out to kind of make people feel and think yo you're not alone feeling this a lot of people feel this a lot of people are going through this uh specifically to the arab youth and to arabs because you know we have this taboo of like mental health is stupid you know who talks you know that's just in your head you just can convince yourself you don't feel that way i love what um, they say it's in your head like yeah it's supposed to be where it is you know and that's the <laughs> issue it's, exactly it's just, but yeah so sorry, keep going no it's basically that it's like you're not alone you're not alone going through this there's a lot of people who feel the same way and at the same time i always want to like with belaline and with my future work like i want to try and make it a happy ending more or less or like say yo okay you're going through this but it's just let try and enjoy life you know like you can get through it so they're gonna be like a is there going to be like a sequel to Balaline where it becomes like, you know, a happier context, maybe? Is, is no, that where no. it's going? No, oh, no, okay. no. Nope, not at all. <laughs> but but uh, like Balaline, you know, in the end of the song, it's like, and no, it's like, well, let's just forget all of this anxiety. Let's just enjoy our time. You know what I mean? Let's just dance. <laughs> And go crazy, right. <laughs> and wild. <laughs> Translating now, <laughs> just like put the say the whole song now in English, it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's so, recorded, so like we can just release it to you. <laughs> so, what from Arabic instruments did you incorporate into your music style, or are you hoping to do in your next few tracks? I really wanted a tablet and oud so badly ooh, in Balalin. Oh, I really wanted a tablet. Hey, yo, if anyone's listening to this and wants to remix it with <laughs> tablet and oud, please do. I am. I, mean, I could try. Well, I, won't <laughs> I will not promise anything. I'm not that good, but I will see what I can do. Go for it. No, go for it, please. Um, definitely wanted to include that. Um, but it just didn't really fit in with how the song was going like me and Amir who is the music producer were like no let's just kind of focus on it this way 
But hopefully this song that I'm working on now will have a top there. Honestly, oh. it would be pretty cool. So what can you tell us about this a new song that you're working on? If you can mention anything. Yeah, no. Um, so I... <laughs> okay, wait. I'm trying to think of what I can mention. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's It's basically a song that's about how we choose as a whole and as a society to live in like not a dystopia but you know we choose to live miserably a lot of people just choose to mi- live miserably they become yeah. complacent so, with what they have mainly in jordan yeah mainly in jordan exactly <laughs> so it's about my country honestly because i've seen this like i've as i said i've been there for five years now, what have you seen so i could see like <laughs> people really have been mm-hmm. choosing to live as you know omar here said a little bit miserably right like there, i have never met a jordanian who hasn't complained about one thing or anything i'm not on an exception <laughs> on our first convo right like the first first convo i've ever had with any jordanian it's usually them complaining about something to do with anything. yeah 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 <laughs> and it's like, really yeah. interesting that it it literally comes from like all the like i would say social classes you know like you yep. can go anywhere and you'd hear like them complain about something and i'm sure like you know obviously we're in a region that has a lot of problems going on right now <laughs> yeah for sure so it's very understandable but when i was living in beirut at the time like you know 2015 to 2019 um no you'd hear people like i'm happy and they'd be like living they'd li- they'd be living in a daya that doesn't have that only has electricity like six hours a day you know barely a good internet connection and they're like life is great and they invite the you over yeah being delusional <laughs> that's no, the secret in jordan you have amazing internet and like really good electricity and it's like shit's we take now. it for granted i guess yeah you take mm-hmm. things for granted uh yeah but uh, going back on the thing about like uh, no one's happy it's really funny because every single like person that i meet who comes a foreigner who's coming like as a tourist or something that i meet them somewhere I'm like so how's jordan they're like oh it's really great it's really nice you have a lot of nice you know uh artifacts and stuff but like why is everyone always frowning and i've heard it literally from five different people like why is everyone always frowning i'm like that's so true everyone's just always frowning it's true it's so sad maybe we maybe should, we should make a song about you know smile <laughs> <You> should... <laughs> ellie don't do this to me <laughs> ellie, i have I two more years so much <laughs> yeah exactly I hope you move to LA, man, where people are just happy, like stupidly happy. No, I don't need. I don't need to go to La La Land. Fuck that. Delusionally <laughs> happy, yeah, though. Exactly. Delusionally rather, happy. Would you be delusionally happy or delusionally miserable? Would, would uh, first of all, be? it's not delusion. Their miserability <laughs> is based on actual it, shit. Nah, man, it's all delusion, man. But then they were all gonna die. None of this matters. Any all this. <laughs> Amen. To be, yes. to be mad at anything, yeah. to have it hung, get hung up on anything is delusional. You know, it's not real. It's your mind playing games on you. So, yeah, so um, this this is exactly why I don't want to go to LA. That everything you just did instead. <laughs> like Ali kicking in, just like you know, yeah. just taking over now. 
explaining yeah. to us like how our thinking is just like meaningless no but we must not think but this Ali, you're going you're going as a doctor like you're studying medicine if you're a doctor in los angeles you will live a happy life i assure you I, ass- all, I i guarantee you you will live a happy life i refuse to set foot on my worst <laughs> days in la because it is not me i can't do fake i really can't and that's what la is all about fake until you i would it. be offended other ali <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's the same thing. We'd rather be fake happy or fake sad, Ali. Where, where are you? I'm you real happy. <laughs> You're happy? That's yeah, great. right now I am. I'm the quick. Way. I'm between my yeah, family exactly. and my friends, right? Like, good everything. Good food, good car, good... Why would I not be happy? I don't have a reason to no, be Ali, that, I mean, you, you personally, I know you, Ali. You're pretty, like, happy, you know, in general. Just, like, satisfied. Yeah. You could say, yeah, exactly. I am. But my I, ha- my, I base my happiness on satisfaction. Am I satisfied? Therefore, I am happy. <laughs> but to be basing your happiness on some retarded shit and then expecting <laughs> to be happy all the time, that's not going to work. So my advice to everyone at home, base your happiness on satisfaction. And trust me, you'll go places. Yeah. Just be great. So basically, man. lower lower your standards. That's what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much. Pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a that's a good plan, man. That, that's how I was raised. That was uh, also well, like lower your standards, our, and you can appreciate things more. Pretty much. I think our final answer, our final question, actually, for Omar is: What's the future looking like for Omar Zatara or Zatara? Zatara. Zatara. <laughs> Damn it, it's the Kuwaiti accent. I came here and I forgot the Jordanian accent. My bad. Yes. So Bro, you sounded thing. American at that point. Is that tired? It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to inform border control, like, not to look through it. He's lost his Jordanianness. No. Don't let him please. study. I want to go back. No. I'm kidding. I really do. I have to. Um, uh, what's, what's coming up? I guess more music. That's um, definitely more music that challenges me and challenges like I like the ideas that I come up with. And I, I would like to say challenges, you know, topics that are challenging to talk about, because I think Abortion. we need to. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> things that i can i can relate to and talk about yeah. like not What's things that talk I about don't... <laughs> exactly so, actually one question i'd like to add but since we're talking about that what's like the toughest topic that you do want to talk about one day in your music uh maybe like depression <laughs> which I aspect think... of it like how, how do you like don't don't like no uh, no no not <laughs> no, no we deep, have to we have to that's the point of it uh just i think it's it's a difficult topic in general especially when someone hears about it and they suffer it i think it's not easy to hear about it mm-hmm. but i I'd, i'd like to tackle it to be able to like i said i don't want i don't want my music to be like oh you know things are shit life is shit everything's horrible you know yeah, no yeah. i want it to be okay, things are bad, but we can overcome it. Like life, you know, life is short and you shouldn't just dwell on these problems. It's hard, but you're not alone. That's basically my entire thing. We'll we'll be waiting for that song, definitely. And love songs. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I write love songs, okay? Like, I love... Depression and love, man, is like... 
You thought we had a future Kendrick? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no future Drake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not anytime uh, yeah. soon, but like I do, you know, everyone loves. Everyone um, wants to love. And I know we're kind of wrapping up on time, but I do want to know, like, where do you play music in Jordan? Because you don't have clubs, right? You don't have bars or clubs or. They do uh, have we bars. do have bars. What? Oh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yes, I need uh, Christians in Jordan. Christians. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. And that. unfortunately, the Christians don't even aren't the ones that go to the bars <laughs> like most times. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> everyone goes. That's very goes. true. Let's out the uh, let's out the fellow Muslims. Come on, boys. <laughs> Wait, I want to I want to go to Jordan now. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it's you should come. honestly, honestly. Can I be very honest? I know we like we've been shitting on Jordan a lot, but like <laughs> I'm just agreeing with what you said. I I I think it's 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 not like it's not that bad. I act. I live here. I choose to live here. You know, um, and it has a lot of potential to be something really great. It's just, you know, societal factors and a lot of other factors that come into play that make it a bit harder to live here. Uh, But I'm sure it's going to change. People need to fucking cheer up and do what they have to do to make the country better. That's that's the problem. Mm. So cheer up, boys. Let's make Jordan great. And give decent salaries. Give decent Mm. salaries, guys. The minimum wage is absolutely... True. Horrifying. It's actually horrifying. It really is. And what's the minimum wage? Yeah. Wait, sorry. What is the minimum wage in Jordan right now? It's like 260 JDs, which is around $310, Yeah. Yeah. You're poor, man. Mm-hmm. It's a poor country. Thanks, Ali. Mm. It's a poor country. Yeah. It really is, and, anyways, and that's sorry, and that's the legal minimum wage. Like, if sorry, if you no, if if you were like a refugee or mm-hmm. something here, you would not be getting that. You would be getting much less. Whoa. Just wanted to say it out there, guys. We really need help. Not gonna lie, like please. All right. Well, may <laughs> help come to you guys. Uh, thank you very much Bravo. for watching uh, <laughs> our episode. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, deep, fuck you, oh you guys enjoyed this episode deeply, uh, deeply. Uh, as much as we've enjoyed filming for you, please do episode. like, subscribe, and share. Yes. Uh, please go ahead and follow Omar on his uh, socials. We'll Omar! Why, why is he turning American? <laughs> Ali, what have you done? Ali's turning American. Yeah, exactly. He's becoming American. Omar Zatara. Oh! Plug that link in my own. Let's start Like, subscribe, share. كل سوشيالات عمر راح تلقونها تحت بالدسكربشن اضغطوا عليها هذا سي سلام مع السلامه ذاتس ماي بيس ويلث اند هابينس بيس اوف اند هابينس بويز ويل سي يو باي سنيور الى اللقاء يا اصدقاء باي